Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is an easy way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It is free. Yes, it is free. There is certain creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your computer and your phone. As long as you just have headphones or a microphone, you are in good condition. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It could be on Apple. How many of y'all would like to be on Apple Podcasts? It would be on Spotify and many more like Google, Break, the radio. It is amazing. You can make money from your podcast with a minimum of listener ship. It is an easy way to make a podcast in one place. Come on, y'all. Join on to Anchor. It is the bomb. Thank you for listening. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is May the 15th, and today is Friday. Thank God we made it to Friday. So I hope y'all had a good good week so far, and I hope this weekend that you off and you can try to relax. But let me get right into this word today. Today is state. Spending time along with me is essentially for your well-being. It is not a luxury nor an option. It is necessary. Therefore, do not feel guilty about talking about talking about me. Do not feel guilty about taking time to be with me. Remember that Satan is the accuser of believers. He delight in heaping guilt upon you, especially when you enjoy my presence. When you feel Satan arrows, arrows of accusation, execution, you are probably on the right track. You use your use your shield of faith to protect yourself from him. Talk with me about your experiencing and ask me to show you the the way forward. Resist the devil; he will flee from you. Come to me, and I will come to you. I will come near to you. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, "Now have came the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God." And the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brother who accused them before our before our God day and night has been huddled down. Revelation chapter twelve, verse ten. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith, which you can exhaust all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Ephesians six verse sixteen. Submit yourself to Submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil, he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinner, and purify, and purify your heart, you double-minded. James chapter 4, verse 7 through 8. So today it is talking about spending time with Jesus. He said this is a session for your, this is for your well-being. He said this is not a luxury nor an option. It is necessary. Because I'll be trying to tell you that the devil is out there. He'll try to make you feel guilty of any and everything. He said this is not an option, not a luxury. It is necessary. So he wants us to get back into spending time with him, talking to him, worshiping with him. Just have a just get up in the morning, whether it's five minutes or ten minutes, get up and just start thinking. Just have a talk with Jesus. It's nothing wrong with that. Get up, get up like five minutes before you have to get up and get going or whatever and if, even if you don't have time to do it in the house because you're trying to hurry up get your kids get do it get, when you get in the car whatever you have time at in your car talk to Jesus if you have time at work when you're at work and you have an office by yourself 
take five minutes for all the rest of your co-workers may come in and have some alone time with Jesus. Just talk to him. He said, this is for your well-being. Because remember that Satan is the accuser of believer. He will start making you feel guilty, especially especially when you're enjoying God's presence. How you ever been be like, oh, I just love, like everything is, you know, oh, God is good. You just having, this is having a good old time with Jesus. And then the devil comes up. I can remember um, when, like, I would wake up in the morning and me and my kids would pray before we all have to go to work. Cause I, like, I have to leave before they do or whatever. We'll just pray whatever I get in my car and here come the devil. I can't even get, I can't get halfway down the street, but here he come. This like, cause we be praying and just, you know, just having a good moment. And here he come, like, just, here he come, just start throwing stuff. What if something happened to you? What if something happened to the kids? You know, whatever. It's all that type of stuff. And you know you're doing it, you know ain't nobody but the enemy, because Jesus is not going to tell you no stuff like that. So, just remember that Satan comes kill, Satan comes to kill, to kill and destroy just remember that he come to seek who he made the vow. He come to steal. He come to destroy. He, he come to do whatever he want to do. He he come, but he said you gotta use your shield of faith. He said use your shield of faith to protect yourself from him. That's like um I can remember um I be telling you how I deal with anxiety or whatever. Um I can remember I get in my car. I can get in the car, just go to work or whatever. But my mind is like thinking, oh Lord, I don't know. You know my mind is going, and, and my I can just feel my heart racing like it's like racing like I'm like I want to turn around I want to be like I can't do this I just want to get I just want to cry but I was like no I just say forget this I was start hollering in my car like Deb you are you a lie I will live and not die and the works of the Lord uh I be saying like I say submit myself to God resist the devil he will flee from you I be quoting scripture I be I be on it and before I have it done before before I knew it I have like basically calmed myself down I'm like I'm still kind of shaky but I'm like I just speak the word, and then when you start speaking the word, he got to go, honey. He has to go, and I was like, and I was like, okay, you have. To, I be like, Deb, you have no control of my mind. You have no control of my kid. I have to let him know because in my mind, he have he be trying to tell me all goofy stuff, but I have to learn because he coming. I'm not no different from nobody else. I'm not perfect or whatever, but he comes too. Like I can be. I can be halfway, you know, just halfway to work or whatever, and I can just feel my body like it just start. And I know it's just the enemy. I, I know people like who she talking to, the devil, because I be hollering at him and telling him he have to go, he have to flee. I just have, I saw a quote script, and before you even know it, your, my body has like really just calmed down. And even though I'm still kind of shaky after the fact or whatever, but I have basically calmed down. Like you is a lie, devil. Because he's talking about, oh, you're going to die. My something's going to happen to my kids, and I can't get that. I mean, he had all kind of thoughts. You know, just, just thoughts that you're a lie. So, you know, he is a he is a liar. Just know that Satan is a father of all lies. And you got to call him out. You got to call him out on this game. That's what you have to do. Um, it's say, um, talk to me about your experience. Like, when I be feeling like God, I be like, God, I don't want to feel like this. I, even though I deal with it, it's like, I'm tired of dealing with that. I'm tired. Like, I'm very tired of dealing with that. And I tell Jesus, like, God, give you, you just can't take this away. <laughs> you just can't remove this. But I know I feel like deep down in my heart, I'm dealing with this so that way I can help other people. Because that's my thing is to help other people to know that they are not alone in this, that they can do this. Um, 
I'll be like, God, thank you for helping me get, like, even if I have one on my way to work, I'll be like, God, thank you for letting me get to work. I'm, you know, I'm at work. Thank you, Lord, for all you have done. Just thank you for watching over my kids. I tell him everything. Um, and I tell him how I feel after the, I just tell him, like, Lord, I hate when my heart rates. It scares me. Oh, Lord, I, I hate feeling like this. Lord, I just want to get in my car and just drive. Lord, I just want to get back to that point. Just get in my car and be like, <sighs> trying to cry. I used to, before all this that happened to me, I used to be able to get in my car and go to the store. My kids was not with me. I used to get in my car and be like, okay, I'm going to go take myself to the doctor. Or I didn't have that problem. I didn't have that problem. Like, I would just, like, get in my car or just go to the store. Get in my car and be like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go hang out with some friends. I can't. I want to do that. I want, I'm not going to say I can't because I know I can't. I want to get back into that groove. Like, I be telling God, like, God, I just want to be able to do that. I want to just get in my car. And I have to feel like I got to call somebody for me to, just to talk so I can get to work. I can feel some kind of peace or normalcy or whatever. I tell him that. And, you know, hopefully I will be able to do that. Hopefully one day I will be able to do that. And that is my, that's what I want to do. I just want to get in my car and just, just drive myself to work. Or just go to the store. But when I get in the car by myself, I feel like the worst is about to happen. Like, I don't know why. I just, I have to retrain my thought. Like, I feel like the world is about to just cave in on me and I'm not going to be there for my kids. Like, that's how I feel. And I, t- I tell God that. Um, I can't remember, like, one time, uh, I, I, I feel so bad, I call my kids. And I, my kids up here trying to get ready for school, whatever. I don't want to feel like I have to, like, bore, bore them with my problems. So I just, like, okay. One time I had it so bad that I turned around in the middle of 1960, and I flew all the way back home. I was, like, that wasn't. I was like, I was like at the halfway point to my job. Turned, around, turned all the way around, and I was like, I can't do this. I couldn't. I came back home. Why? Because I let the enemy defeat me. I let him use me because I could have did it, but it was just, I don't know what it was, but I couldn't do it. And I called one of my coworkers. They came and got me. Never told them what was going on because if you tell people you're doing like, oh, girl, you might be crazy. Oh, girl, what's wrong with you? I don't tell a whole lot of people my stuff because I don't want to be judged. You know, they I don't want people to, you know, I don't want people to judge me. So they was like, what's wrong? Oh, I guess my car ain't on gas. My car not acting right or something. I just say that. And they'll come get me. And I just like, okay. I just don't like a lot of people to know what's really going on with me. Because I know people, so they very judgmental. And I, I don't like that. I mean, you know, I know people have their opinion. But when I'm dealing with stuff, this is not a game. When you deal with anxiety, it's not a game. It's like your life, if you feel like your life is about to, it's about to go. It's like your life has flashed before your eyes. You're like, okay, oh, who's going to take care of my kids? You know, all, all this is going through your mind. But I deal with it. Each and, I don't deal with it as bad. But, you know, people always say, oh, Felicia, you probably need to take drugs. Or, no, I want to be Felicia. Uh, me and Jesus had this conversation long, 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 long time ago. Back in 2014, well, 2013, basically, somewhere up in there. I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to take nothing. And this lady told me, I can't give you nothing for anxiety. It's all about retraining your mind. 
control your breathing because when I first had it, I used to always hyperventilate. Like I, I just like I feel like I'm about to pass out. So now I'm pretty much I don't deal with it. It's just like all the time it comes when I'm stressing a lot or I'm worried or I'm just like overthinking stuff. That's when it start messing with me. But I tell God about that. He said, "Ask." He it said, "And ask me to show you the way forward." Meaning like. When I could shoot, when I feel like I can't, I'm like, geez, you gonna tell me to get to work or something, something got to give. I tell him, and we get to work. And it said, resist the devil, he will flee from you. Come to me, and I will come to you. And when I start quoting those scriptures and telling the devil where he had to go, God is right there with me in the passenger seat, in the car, right there with me. And I, excuse me, I listen to like Tasha Kyle's, I just listen to God's music. And it's like, and at the midst, in the midst of the situation when I'm going through, I be crying like, I don't know why, but I just break down and start crying and thank God, like, God, you got to help me with this. You know, I tell him, God, you got to help me with this. You got to help me. I don't know. Is it something, you know, I don't know. But I just tell God, God, you got to help me get through this because I just want to be Felicia. That's all I want. I want to be happy Felicia, which I am happy, but... The Felicia would take and get in her car. I like, okay, y'all. I'm gonna go to the store. Anybody need something? Cause my, you know my kid don't like going to the store. Some of them, sometimes they like going to the store. Sometimes they want to just sit around. I want to be like, okay, I'm gonna go to the store. If y'all need something, come. I just go to the store by myself. I would know how to act if I was ready to go to the store by myself. Like, and I be trying to tell my kids I'm gonna go. Sometimes I go to the store. I just like I test myself. You know, I give myself some leeway. Like, where I stay, I go to the store, like, right up the street. Like, okay, I'm going right here. I'm just going to go right here and then go back home. Then I try to say, okay, I'm going a little further. Then I come back home by myself. So I get myself, excuse me, some boundaries. So, you know, just something where I can do it. Like, because I know I can do it, but it's the mind. Your mind will tell you that you can't do it. So I'm trying to tell myself, I can do it. But your mind will have you in left field. I'm gonna tell you this story. Then I'm gonna pray. Um, when I when it first started happening to me, when it first started happening to me, when I first felt like when I started first dealing with anxiety, uh, it was bad. It was so bad. Uh, I would go to school. I would make it to school. This, this, I make. I go to school. And one day I came back. I was getting ready to go to go come home. But by that time, I was like, okay, me and my kids, I should be my kids at home, or we should make it there around that time or whatever. So I was going to be my kids home. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go home. So I do some homework. You know, do what I got to do. And somehow, I got in my car. I was fine. Got in the car, driving. I was about to get onto this, uh, I was about to get on 31. That way I can go to the house. Like, it's like, 31 is like a straight shot to where I had to go. Get there. Then all of a sudden, my heart started racing. Started racing. I was like, what the? And it scared me because I was like, okay, I can do this. So I started pushing myself. I was like, I can go and make it home. There's nothing wrong. So as I kept driving, my heart started racing. I thought it was going to pop out of my body. So I turned around, turned around real, real quick. And I went to the gas station. I said, can you call the ambulance? My heart is racing real fast, which I didn't know what was going on. So, 
ambulance came. I left my car. They was like, give her aspirin. I'm thinking, because you know, people say give you aspirin, they think you're about to have a heart attack or a stroke. No. I was like, Jesus, no. And I was like, think, I'm too I'm too far away from my kid. So the man was like, do you want to go to the hospital here in Kierkegaard or in Longview? I said, Longview. So he said, okay, they put me in the ambulance or whatever, hooked me up to the monitor or whatever. They was talking to me and all this type of stuff. So while I'm in the ambulance, my heart go up. My heart go up to like almost two, almost up to 200 beats per minute. Because my mind is rolling. Oh, and who's going to take care of my kids? Who got my kids? My kids was little at this time. They was all of them still in elementary. Who's going to take care of my kids? Uh, I got to get my, I got to get to my kids. This mind was rolling. So that man said, ma'am, you need to calm your heart down. Your heart is, it was beating so fast, the ambulance had to rush there. Like, you know, really rush there. So he gave me, um, cause they thought I was dehydrated. He was giving me fluids and stuff. That heart still would go. That's why he told me a maneuver where, like, if you have to use the restroom, like you have to, like the BM, the uh, do that maneuver. I did it and it brought my heart rate down just a little, just a little. And then they, I got to the hospital. They put me in a room, whatever. They put me up to the EKG machine to make sure I wasn't having no heart attack or nothing like that which I wasn't, and then he was like, they was like, run all kind of tests, so they gave me some potassium, oh, they gave me all kind of stuff, they didn't know, my heart still would not go down, still, still wouldn't go down, so this lady that stayed beside me, she brought my kids up there, or whatever, I could tell my kids were worried about me, or whatever, I was like, Lord, you know, I don't like this, or whatever, but I was like, said, she was like, we'll take care of them, or whatever, so I was like, okay, so, at that time, uh, um, came in there, they was like, everything, all your tests come back good, da, 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 there's nothing wrong with your heart, and all that stuff. He said, I'm going to give you a, um, a catalog. Yeah, it was a catalog. Or was it something else? It might have been a, something, I think it was a catalog. Yeah, something. Where it brings your heart rate down. So he gave it, my heart rate went down. And he said, I think you're dealing with anxiety. I was like, what the hell? You know, like, what the but it's anxiety, so I deal. With, I was dealing with anxiety, so I was like, okay. So he said, I'm gonna do this. It's my heart. Even though he gave me my heart, he said, I'm gonna send you to a heart specialist. They're gonna put you on a monitor. I had to get put on a heart monitor. And while this was going, I was like 30 something. Yeah, 30 something in my 30s. I was like, okay, 30 something with the heart monitor. So I did that. They gave us some medicine, got my medicine, whatever. And um, every time I felt like that, I had to push the button. I had to push the button. It was so bad that I couldn't even work. I couldn't even finish school. So I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. What I'm going to do with this. So I would be like, okay. So I would just do what I had to do. So I, did, I couldn't finish school, so I dropped out of school. I was like, I don't want to do that. So I went to the heart doctor. I went to the heart doctor to do the stress tests or whatever. Do what all I had to do. Went there and I did stress tests. There was no blockage, no nothing. This man said, you were stressing yourself to the max. You were stressing yourself out. He said, I need you to start running or walk at least 30 minutes every day. Every day. So I did it. While going through this process, I lost so much weight. Meaning like, he said, you know, you stop doing like caffeine sugars and all that type i when he said that i never me i gave up tea soda i gave it up like cold turkey i had 
nothing. But I noticed when I gave it up, I my my kids used to tell me, as I look back at those pictures now, my kids said, Mommy, you look sick. <laughs> like I looked this sick, whatever. I was like, whatever. But I was like, I didn't look sick, I looked the kid. Tell them, no, nah, mommy, you was going through some things. I said, whatever. But as I look back at those pictures, those was like my worst moments. Like, I did look like I was going through some. I did. I look like crackhead, but I went through that, and I was like, okay. Then they said, they said, we'll go to this lady right here to a, a psychiatrist or whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go. I don't care. I'll go because people are like, oh, you must be crazy. Oh, God must be punishing for this or whatever. So I'm thinking like, Lord, he's, he is punishing me. That's why I'm having this stuff. So this lady, I went to her. She said, I can't treat you for anxiety. I was like, Okay. She said, it's all about retraining. She said, there's no message for anxiety. That's what she told She said, there's no message for anxiety. She said, all about retraining your thought and how to learn how to control your breathing and exercising and do different stuff. I was like, okay. So I did it. I did what would work for me. So I was like, God, I don't want to take no medicine because I see what medicine do to different people. I want to be the, the happy mom for my kids. I want to be this person. So I don't want to take medicine. So God, you got to help me get through this. That's all I told. So one day, I, we did it. One day, some days I, some days are good days, some days are bad days. But we, I managed my anxiety. Like, then I came out here to Houston, and I was like, okay. Then my anxiety was tested again because I was going through some things. I was stressing a lot, worried a lot. But now, since I'm in my own place, thank you, Jesus. Since I'm in my own place, there are some moments I does have it like, it's just mostly when I leave my kids or whatever. It's just that trigger. But it's like, if I don't worry, I don't stress, or whatever, I have good days. I mean, I mean it had, my anxiety had got so bad to where, like, if I get up in the middle of the night, I used to be scared to get up in the middle of the night to go pee. Because, like, after I had pee, it's like my heart started racing. Like, I feel like the world's about to come to the end. Yeah. So, uh... I was like, I gotta call the ambulance. That's how bad it was. I was like, I gotta call the ambulance. I gotta, I gotta go, because your mind thinking, you thinking, your mind is telling you about to die. But I was like, I was like, telling myself, calm down, please, you're okay. I tell myself that. Then I talk to God, and like before I knew it, before long, it's like I have mellow out. I mean, like, like I'm calm, even though I'm still shaking and all this stuff. I have mellow out. So I just want to tell y'all that Satan comes. I'm not. He don't care who he is. Say he coming. He comes to kill, 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 steal, and destroy. He comes to do all that. So, but God said, resist the devil and he will flee. You have to learn how to resist that. You don't have to learn how to put on the shield of faith. You got to, you have to learn how to put on everything. Ask God to renew your mind. Put on the full armor of God. Put it on because he's coming with those fiery darts. He is coming. I'm trying to tell you. He be coming. And you ain't know that. You say, oh, the devil don't come for me because I'm a Christian. I'm a pastor. I don't care. The devil don't care who you is. He's coming, so you have to learn how to be like. <sighs> like I thought, like one time I'm say this. Uh, I was like, because I was out there in the world doing what Felicia wanted to do. The enemy. So when you out there in the world, the enemy ain't gonna touch you. You, like, you living good. You living a good life. But when you start saying I'm gonna live for God, like really truly live for God. Yes, even though I was out there in the world. Yes, I did have problems with the. It would bother me. Like, it was like, whatever. But when you start living for God, trying to do what's right, the enemy come in, it's just like, like, what the world? I should just be, 
I should just live for the world then. You know, if you feel like that. But God is the God is want us to just live for him. He's want us to spend time alone with him. I mean like even if you can't spend time alone with him in your car, in your house, go outside when your kids are somewhere doing something, go outside on the patio. If you wake up early enough in the morning, go outside and just be like, God, I look in the sky and just talk to him. Hey, I do that all the time. My kids here, when my kids not here, I don't care. I just, I does it because that's like giving me my refresher. Be like, ooh, Jesus, thank you, you know. Um, and it's, I'm not ashamed to say it. I don't care who around. I call on Jesus, and I, t- I teach my kids. I don't care where you at, where who you with. Better learn how to call on Jesus. If the enemy try to come in, even my kids are telling me stuff. Mama, the devil was missing my mind. I thought something happened to you. And I, I was like, why would you think that? So like, I, you didn't come home at this certain time. I was like, oh, I was in a meeting. I couldn't answer. Like, if I don't answer my phone, so my kids be like, Mama, I thought something happened to you. I was like, hey, who told you that? It doesn't happen to me. I said, she said, I know, just the enemy. They tell me stories about that. And I know that because I tell them stuff. They know how to, when I tell them how to deal with the enemy, they know how to deal with it. And I tell my kids it so that way they know. Because you just can't send your kids out there, they don't know what to do. So I tell them how to pray. I tell them how to call on God. I tell them to do whatever I need to, whatever I, whatever I go through, I tell them, like, okay, this is what I went through when I was young. I don't give them detail, details. I tell them about peer pressure. I tell them about everything. Because your kids need to know, just like God tell you things, you need to tell your kids things. Like, when the enemy come in, you need to tell your kid, hey, the enemy come in, he ain't playing fair. So when the enemy come in, this is what you do, this, 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 that. And I always, I always go back to his word. Spend time with Jesus. Never get too big-headed. Spend time with Jesus. Never think that you're untouchable. Spend time with Jesus. I tell them all that. I was like, okay. They, you know, they teenagers. But they say, I know they pop like, well, what is she talking about? I tell them things because I want them to know. So. God want us to know that's why he made us the Bible. So you need to read it. Spend time alone with him. He said this is not a luxury. This ain't no luxury. And it's not an option. It is necessary. So remember, it is necessary to spend time with Jesus. Okay? All right, let me pray. Father Lord, I thank you for waking, thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for your mercy and grace is new it's each and every day. And Father Lord, I pray that you, while we in this um, a pandemic or whatever's going on in this world, that Father Lord, you get us to back to where we start spending more time with you. Lord, this is not a luxury nor awesome. You said in your word today, it is necessary. So Father Lord, I thank you that you learn how to spend more time with you because the enemy is coming. He come in with his fiery darts and his arrows, seeking whom he may destroy and always come to kill, steal, and destroy. But Father Lord, I thank you that when we resist the devil, he will flee. When we he will flee from us. And Father, I thank you for your, just thank you for who you are. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for your shield of faith. Thank you for your full armor of God that you tell us to put on when we go out there in this world. Father, I thank you for all you have done. Thank you, Father, Lord, that we learn how to just call the devil out when he comes in with those guilty feelings and those weird thoughts and stuff. Father, Lord, that when the devil comes in, Father, Lord, we know how to call him out. And Father, I pray for anyone who may be dealing with anxiety, stress, or depression. Lord, let them know that, that, that you are right there with them. That you said you'll never leave them nor forsake them. And that you will protect them, protect their mind. And know that they are 
a child of God. Follow, they haven't done nothing wrong. They haven't done anything for them for this to be happening. Father, I thank you for all you have done. Thank you, Father, for people that maybe don't have the money for food, clothes, housing. Father, I pray that you make a way for them. Father, I thank you that you raise the people to use that power and the ability to help those people. And Father, I thank you that, that you telling us today that we start spending more time with you, that we stop getting so busy with work, with this worldly thing, just trying to do all this stuff that we that you snatch us back and then we start spending more time with you just start spending time with you and that's all you want it's us to spend time with you because as you said it's for our well-being so i thank you father for all you have done in jesus name amen so today i challenge you to spend time with god this is spend time with him each and every day whether it's five minutes 10 minutes 15 minutes to spend time alone with him. He just said it's not a luxury nor an option. It's necessary for your well-being. So I challenge you on Friday, May the 15th, that you start spending time with him. When your kids went, hey, if you even have to go into your closet, hey, I better go have a talk with Jesus. Give me give me some time. That's how you, I, I, I got to have some time. Learn how to spend time with him. I tell my kids, I got my, my closet right now doing my little podcast. I'm chilling. Even though I'm reading y'all this devotional to this today, I get it. I, it's for me too. So don't think that I'm just doing it for my just doing it. I, every time I read something to y'all, I'm getting it into. I'm talking to myself. So just know we need to learn how to spend time along with God. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I hope y'all have a blessed and amazing Friday. Be blessed.